0: Tonight, President Biden saying this, and this is the first time that he has said this publicly, quote, if Trump wasn't running, I'm not sure I'd be running, but we could not let him win. It comes as Trump is making his second visit to Iowa in less than a week. Here he is in Davenport, Iowa. And the real question here is whether the voters are still with him, or are they giving the other candidates a second look ahead of voting, which begins now in just weeks. Jeff Salini reports from Iowa for our series, voters out front.
1: Sally Hoffman has been thinking and praying about the Republican presidential race.
2: I pray for the direction this country is going, and I pray for the candidates.
1: As candidates have descended on Iowa, Hoffman has watched with an open mind. When we first met earlier this year, she had high praise for Donald Trump and curiosity for two of his rivals.
2: I like what Trump has done. I, to me, it's huge for her to have three um, U.S. Supreme Court justices during his term and that uh, I'm a big pro-life proponent. I like what Nikki Haley's doing. I like um, DeSantis too. So kind of in that range.
1: Now, as Republican hopefuls scramble for support six weeks before the Iowa caucuses opened the 2024 campaign, Hoffman is among those looking for a fresh start.
2: Well, I, I'm thankful for what Trump did when he was in office, but I um, I have been a little bit disappointed in Trump lately. I'm just veering away from him and leaning towards DeSantis. He seems like a man who, when he believes something, he'll stand by it. And that's what I appreciate about him.
1: As fall turns to winter in Iowa, it's a season of choosing. Are you guys Iowa or Illinois residents? Iowa. Iowa. Perfect. Have you already filled out one of our Commit to Caucus cards? And a critical moment for Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley to show that the Republican primary is still a contest, not a coronation.
3: I'm very impressed with, with Nikki Haley, and um, uh, I just hope she gets the nomination.
1: Roger Dvorak voted for Trump, but believes his criminal cases are a distraction.
3: Whether he's guilty or not, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. But um, I, I just don't think he can be effective as leader of the country. There's little doubt
1: Trump remains a driving force in the campaign. We're going to win the Iowa caucuses. He's in Iowa again tonight, the second time in four days, to try and maintain his dominance. Yet exhaustion with the former president, once whispered, easily comes alive in conversations with Republicans like Karen Hanna, who also voted for Trump but is now weighing an alternative. What is it that gives you pause about uh, President Trump?
3: I think all that's going on, and um, I think Ron DeSantis is a little bit more solid and um, less drama, you know, just all the things that Trump's going through in the courts. So unsure about that, but. No, I like Ron DeSantis. What he stands for.
1: The question is how many Iowans are inclined to go against the grain of of the Trump-controlled GOP as they make their final decisions.
3: I'm looking at Nikki
2: Haley and, of course, DeSantis and Vivek and Trump. If.
1: (laughs) Ann Walford's laughter underscores the expressions of many Republicans: a reluctance to be with Trump now, but a pledge to be with him in the end
2: if he's the nominee i will vote
1: for him that sentiment resonates on the hoffman farm outside cedar rapids where sally said she too will support trump if he's the party's choice but for now he's not her choice and she hopes iowa can spark a new direction for the country
2: i think it's more of a wide open race Uh, it's more of a wide open race right i i think it, it won't surprise me if trump gets in it won't surprise me if he doesn't isn't the nominee and um I'm just hoping that DeSantis might be the one, but I think it's more wide open.
1: So the former president is in Iowa tonight, and Aaron, he just responded to those comments that President Biden uh, made earlier this evening, uh, saying he wouldn't be running if Trump wasn't in the race. Uh, Trump, we are told, uh, said, I doubt that. And he said, they don't want me to be running. Uh, But Aaron, the interesting thing is Trump's still in Iowa. Uh, He really is trying to hold on to his lead there but there are many voters who have many open minds and are days of conversations there but they are turning their attention here to alabama because that is where the republican presidential debate is tomorrow night it's so all of trump's rivals coming here of course the voters in iowa new hampshire other early voting states watching this debate very carefully
0: Aaron. that's right and of course uh you know and he he's not there all right thank you very much uh jeff zeleny uh, harry Anton's here to go beyond the numbers so harry trump right now in terms of the polls that we've got, right? You yeah. got a more than 20 point lead. Yeah. Gigantic. Huge. Okay, over <laughs> as as some might say, without an h. Um over the Florida governor Ron DeSantis, over uh, the South Carolina governor Nikki Haley. You know, both of whom, right, have have had momentum. Um they are the closest for a second in Iowa. So how many candidates have come back from that sort of a deficit to actually succeed?
3: Only two at this point since 1980. George H.W. Bush in 1980, Dick at part in 1988, and of course we've had a ton of caucuses, a dozen or so on the Democratic and Republican side. So at this particular point, look, there's a chance that either DeSantis or Hillary could come back but it is a long shot based upon history.
0: Right, and of course, there is this whole thing that right now, the the thing that might cause that to happen is something we don't know, right? Right. It's it's, it's, as a- Unknown, unknown. Right, it's the black swan, a black swan event. Okay, so how important is winning Iowa?
3: Yeah, I mean, look, on the Republican side, there've only been two nominees who actually won Iowa, Bob Dole in 96, George W. Bush in 2000. on the Democratic side, there've actually been a slew Um, most recently, of course, Hillary Clinton 2016. It's more predictive on the Democratic side than the Republican side. But of course, the fact is, we're looking at a Republican caucus in this particular case.
0: All right. So if DeSantis comes from behind and wins, and obviously if the polls don't change dramatically, that would also cause a real um, shaking of confidence in what some of the predictive numbers are in, in states that are further out. Sure. But how much of an uphill climb would he have in some of those earlier states where, frankly, he has struggled?
3: He, he's definitely struggled. In New Hampshire, he's, you know, in fourth place. He's at, you know, only about 10% of the vote. In South Carolina, he's in third place, behind Nikki Haley in both those states, behind Chris Christie in, in the state of New Hampshire. The fact is, given the history of Iowa, winning there I don't think is enough for Ron DeSantis. The fact is, looking at the data, Nikki Haley, if she outperforms in Iowa, is in much better position in the states going forward than the stances is to challenge Trump ultimately for the nomination.
0: All right, Harry, thank you very much. Thank you.